With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information. The Big Bark, listen up dog owners, it's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. Hello and welcome back to The Big Bark, Ireland's favorite canine podcast. I'm your host, Dara Burke, and I'm joined as always by my canine co-hosts. Bruno and Millie, who are off out enjoying the sunshine there today. Uh, huge thanks to Peter from Dogitude for being with us last week. And really hope that went off fairly well there on Sunday. And it looked like it was a really good day. So we'll have Peter back on in a couple of weeks to tell us all about that. And we're continuing, I suppose, our summer series. But we're taking a, like, I suppose, a bit of a detour from the show today. We're going to be talking a bit about small business and starting up. A small doggy business a bit later on. We are taking a detour from our weird and wonderful because we have a little situation that came into us um about a dog owner who's having a bit of trouble and we're looking for your advice on that. Still haven't come up with a name for this segment, but I'll figure it out later on. And we'll be chatting wellness with your woofer, some doggy trivia like we had with Peter last week. And we'll have our health hub a bit later, as well as a new addition to the show called Clever Canines, which has helpful training tips for your dogs. And like I said, we'll also be chatting with a new online doggy business, which is from right here in Limerick called The Wolf Drove. Now, first of all, let me welcome my host, my co-host to the show, the lady behind this amazing new business that we'll be talking about. And that's Catherine Hughes. Catherine, a big welcome to the Big Back. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. No problem at all. All right, Catherine. So first off, do you want to tell people a small bit about the Wolf Drove and we'll come back to it uh, in more detail a bit later on. Perfect. Yeah, so the Wolf Drove is a brand new venture of mine. Um, I got a dog myself there last year, Milo, the little Maltachan. He's one year old. Um, and I suppose I got him during the pandemic and... You know, I completely underestimated how much time raising a puppy would take up. So, you know, I was kind of sitting there going, I need I need to work, but I need to train this dog. Like, what can I do? So that's kind of where the woof drove was born, really. And, you know, I wanted to kind of, I suppose, bring something new to the market with my own kind of stamp. So then I took to the table thinking about designs and what I could kind of do there that was a little bit different and I came up with the chimkin roll design which was classically Irish just designed with chicken rolls on so yeah I just said I'd give it a go I haven't launched yet but um, I'm hoping it'll be a success. Fantastic and okay so let's go back to a minute you mentioned you got your little dog during uh, the pandemic that must mm-hmm. have been very very difficult like during the pandemic after getting a dog like especially when like there was no real like actual dog trainers out there 
who were doing face-to-face sessions. So a lot of it was mm-hmm. probably done online. A lot of it like was probably self-taught too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so before we ever got Milo, um, I had like researched a lot into just different training techniques and things like that. And um, I came across a group on Facebook that was run by dog behaviorists in the UK. Um, and it was all like about basically positive reinforcement training and all, you know, the benefits of it and how it helped the dog. And it took a bit more patience from you, but like that the outcome at the end was how you'd have like a more confident and happy dog. So I just decided that that was kind of the route that I wanted to take. So I found that that was so helpful. They were putting guides up that, you know, talked you through every single scenario that you could kind of come across while also then acting as a forum that if you had any issues, you could write in and they'd help you out so we used that for I think about the first five or six months um, and then things were kind of starting to open up uh, again a little bit so we uh, met up with Sylvia Jenka she's a dog trainer in Limerick as well so she met up with us and our main issue with Milo was barking because he, he's a very barky breed anyway but um, he barked for everything <laughs> so we just did a bit of work with her and yeah, I think we had our last session with her now. We hadn't seen her in a good few months, but we met her there, I think, two weeks ago. And she said he's come on leaps and bounds. So a few things here and there we still have to do, but um, he's doing well overall. You're getting there anyway. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Good. And, okay, so we'll come back a small bit later on and we'll talk about the wolf trope. Now, first of all, what I have today to bring to people is it's actually after coming in from a listener of ours a regular listener and well I gave her my own advice but she wanted the advice of everyone else so I'm just going to read out what came in have a read of this uh dear dear I have a problem and I hope your listeners can help I have two dogs Max age nine and Molly age three and I've been with my boyfriend for the last eight years These past few months, he's been asking me to get rid of my dogs because they get so excited and bark when I come home and cry when I'm not there and they don't like when I leave them alone with him during the day. I already know like what my advice is, get rid of boyfriend. That's that's my advice. A week ago, he said, either the dogs go or I do. Now, to be quite honest, at that stage, I'd be like, bye. (laughs) So, okay. So I love my boyfriend and a few days ago, I caved and told him that I would take my dogs to the local animal welfare sanctuary. But I have absolutely no intention of doing so. So you, okay, like, this kind of sounds like I lied through her teeth there a small bit, but okay, let's keep going. My dogs have been my rock throughout the pandemic and I would be last without them. What's strange is that my dog has picked up on his behaviour and I'm full sure that since he has come into our lives, my first dog, Max has become more and more depressed, and I've noticed the same with Molly. She's a different pup now and has no real excitement these days. My boyfriend was living from home in a different county during the pandemic, and we only saw each other once a week, and when he wasn't there, my dogs were so happy and so chilled out. I don't want to lose my boyfriend, but I will not part with my babies either. What do I do? Please help. Catherine, I'm putting it to you first. Okay, so first thing that's jumping out to me is has has there been any kind of like trainer gotten on board? Um, I suppose if the main issue is, you know, 
barking when you know she comes home or you know there's obviously separation anxiety there when she leaves it's like has there been training done to try and combat that so that everybody can be happy um that would be my advice I'd say just maybe try and look for training uh, if that doesn't work then I suppose that's a different story or back to square one but I'd say that there's definitely kind of issues. I always look at it from the dog's perspective too, as in, you know, there's a reason that they're exhibiting those behaviours. So what are they trying to communicate? How are they feeling? They're obviously feeling stressed. So why are they stressed? How can we combat that? Um, that would that would just be my point of view and how I'd look at it. Yeah, and that's actually a very, that's a very good way to look at it too, because like, a lot of people there, like like myself, like my instant reaction when I read that was like, get rid of him, just like keep your doggies. But look, it's not black and white either. Like that's the thing. It's mm. like dogs are like like you mentioned the separation anxiety there, and like dogs obviously back for a reason. There is a reason behind that behavior. So you kind of have to before you just agree to get rid of your dogs for the sake of saving a relationship. You also have to like look into why the dogs are actually behaving like this and what's driving that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like I think we had kind of similar issues even with Milo like he would get so excited when we come home and he'd be barking the house down and jumping up at us and we were just told now I'm not a trainer or anything like that so I'll just kind of say what our trainer said to us but she just said just completely ignore him stand still until he calms down as soon as he's quiet give him attention then he'll eventually learn that coming home isn't a big deal and you just you know maybe that would work over time but I think it's always important to get a professional's advice. Absolutely, definitely. And if anyone else has any advice on that, we will also be posting the story up on our Instagram as well in the coming days. And hopefully some people can offer their, their help on this as well. So, yeah, um, that's kind of what we have instead of the weird and the wonderful news this week. And next up, Catherine, what I want to talk to you about is an I know I mentioned it to you a bit before the show started and it's a segment that we have here now called Wellness with Your Woofer and it's all about how important mental health is and obviously dogs have a huge benefit on our mental mm -hmm. health. Like, you got Milo during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So, like, the, and that was in the middle of the pandemic. How much has he changed your life since... He's coming to your life during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So with Milo, being completely honest, it's definitely been a roller coaster. So Milo himself, he struggles with like anxiety issues himself and, you know, things like taking him on walks and he's quite reactive to dogs and things like that. So there's a lot of big feelings and emotions in Milo anyway, that then like when we're taking him for a walk, you know, when we first had him, he would be exhibiting these things. We wouldn't understand at that point why. And we'd end up just getting really, really stressed at him because it's like, oh, can you not just walk properly like a normal dog? So I think there's been like a lot of um, learning, a lot of more self-awareness from like my perspective of kind of, as I kind of said, like earlier, like drilling into, well, why is he acting like this? You know, that kind of a thing. So I've definitely become more... Um, aware I suppose and I suppose the main reason as well that we got Milo um we'd we'd wanted a dog for a couple of years but when the pandemic hit as well you know we were all just stuck inside and it was very difficult to just kind of you know you're looking at the same four walls every day and what am I going to do today that's different and 
I was there kind of going like, you know, it'd be great to, I suppose, almost have a reason to get out of bed. And, you know, you have to take the dog for a walk and you have to feed the dog. And, you know, it really kind of created, I suppose, a more positive routine. Um, I myself as well, I have a disability. So for me, some days can be quite tough to get out of bed. I might be in pain or I might be struggling. So, you know, to kind of go, well, look, I need to get up at 10. That's Milo's breakfast. I need to get up and feed him and then get out and get a bit of exercise and all of that. So I found that that was quite beneficial as well. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I look, I think even for me, like if, I didn't have like million bono here during the pandemic. Like it's, I like you know like as I work with your with your partner Jack like uh, in the mm-hmm. engine side full time. Like I was working from home from the work even before like it actually went into a full lockdown. We were told like okay you're gonna be working from home now. So like okay oh, mm-hmm. what? And it's it's a huge adjustment to go from like having your daily routine to go into staring at the same four walls every day. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I do think that for me, like Bruno and Millie definitely helped with that. Yeah. I think as well, like I remember the first few months of having him, I'd say first two or three months, um, I like became so consumed by Milo and Milo's world and how Milo sees the world that I wasn't even like, having my own life but at that point it was actually quite beneficial so like I was getting very like kind of bogged down by all of the media pushing like COVID and it was constantly in your face and everyday cases and you know it was just kind of it was keeping you in just this sense of like stress whereas when Milo came I wasn't near my phone I had no time to be near my phone I was focusing on training him playing with him taking him on walks you know all of this type of stuff and my mind was either on Milo or when he was asleep okay I need to have a shower I need to eat I need to you know do the basic things before crashing at the end of the day so there was a good like I'd say two months there where as well like he forced me to not be just sitting on my phone. He forced me to not just be scrolling through negative things. And I think that made, you know, that made me a lot happier as well. Um, And I think as well, when you just kind of sit and sit and observe and be with your dog, it just kind of simplifies life a bit as well. It's like they sleep, they wake up, they eat, they poop, they want to play and they do it again. Whereas we're here going like, oh god there's a case I have to do this and I'll stay at home and but Covid and then this and like we build this scenario that's like so big and stressful whereas to dogs it's like oh yeah I'll just I'll just be (laughs) and you know you mentioned there like how like the stress of the media and like all the negative news is there and like you look at now and it's almost like it suddenly disappeared in the news there's no mentions Mm -hmm. of it whatsoever it's kind of like wait a minute what were we like really panicking for then like over the last mm-hmm. few years and like looking at all this news for when now it's just like it's like it's gone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah i personally tried to just stay stay clear of it but milo definitely helped with that that's brilliant but anyway let's get back to our main topic which is all about building a small dog business in well i suppose 2022 that we're in now like in post pandemic and okay catherine Let's start off and let's talk about, about what made you like really decide that you wanted to start the online store. Back in 2020, about a month before uh, lockdown happened, I had actually launched, I had 
like quit my full-time job back in 2019 and I decided that I wanted to start a business that was just always kind of like a dream of mine so I have a degree in the area of like creative media so uh, a month before lockdown started I had set up a media production company so that was just starting to kind of take off and then lockdown hit so because that was a service-based business it was doors closed I couldn't meet with anyone you know it really kind of impacted it and it was at such a crucial point where I hadn't even built a client base and it was doors closed so I was on the pandemic payment and I was just kind of like I suppose sitting down and reevaluating, like lads what am I doing um, then obviously we were in the process of like considering Milo we'd been in touch like you know with a few animal welfares and getting nowhere and we were kind of thinking like you know we, we would really love a dog so then when we got Milo in June 2021 that's when we picked him up um, so he would have been born in April but um then I was just kind of sitting again with him, still thinking about the whole employment thing. And he was then taking up so much of my time with, as I said, you know, getting up, feeding him, playing with him, sleeping and all of that. I was like, what can I do that Milo is like, you know, a, such a big part of my life now. I want to do something for work that one, doesn't feel like work. And then two, I can bring Milo along. So I thought, well, then it has to it has to be a doggy based something. So I kind of started exploring my avenues of, you know, what would I like to do? Uh, I myself had seen like a few kind of dog businesses that were selling kind of like accessories and things like that. And I suppose being like really girly, I was like, oh, they're so cute. I'd love to put them on Milo and all of these type of things. But I was finding um, that there was quite like a gap in the market. So um, I just kind of decided, look, I'll start something new, try and find some quirky designs and see, can I start the wolfdrobe? So I actually started the whole thing of the wolfdrobe back in August of last year. Um, and I had found a supplier and because my products aren't handmade, they're outsourced. So I was going through all of that. But my original design, I'd actually ran into a bit of trouble with. Um, I won't talk about what it actually was here just for copyright reasons, but basically I hadn't read copyright law properly and um, this brand came after me and they issued me a cease and desist order and I had to had to have all my products. They'd literally just been shipped. I had to get all my products recalled, destroyed, and I had to start again. So um, lost a lot of money, a lot of time and effort was gone. So that ha that all happened late October um, last year and I basically was back to square one. So I took a couple of months up to probably Christmas just to kind of gather my thoughts and be like, OK, what am I doing here? Like, do I want to keep going with it or... But I decided, yeah, I was like, look, I have another design up my sleeve. I'm going to keep going with it. So I think January, I kind of kicked myself back into gear and I was like, right, we're going to give this another go. So again, I started kind of being more active on my social media channels. My following, like all my followers online, they were fantastic. They really stuck by me when everything happened and I announced it. And my accounts, I was terrified that they would drop, but they just kept growing and growing. And I was so grateful for that. Um, so yeah, I just kind of kept going with it and till it comes to today and my products were shipped last week. Yeah, so I'm hoping for my launch uh, late June. With bills to pay and debt piling up, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. 
Personal loans through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track financially if eligible. Our secure application process allows you to customize the terms that work for you and your budget. So check your eligibility today without affecting your credit score and help get your finances back on track. NetCredit, a more personal, personal loan. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. How how did you get through that? Because like, that's that's something that's very difficult for, like, especially for a new business startup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I had I had read like the copyright law and it basically now I probably like I don't have a legal background, you know, maybe I should have, you know, it's on me, like I should have probably talked, you know, to someone and gotten legal advice before I did it. But I had read the copyright laws myself and it said if it was a caricature or a parody of something, then it fell into fair trade or fair usage or something um, that I could use it. But I obviously, you know, misread the small print, I suppose. Um, so it was just a case of I was on I was on a high. I was like, hey, my products are being shipped and I'm delighted. And then I get DHL knocking on the door and I get handed a very official looking envelope. So I suppose for the first couple of days, I was just in a bit of a daze. I was like, oh my God, is this real? You know, that kind of a thing. I was like, you know, that's all my money. That's all my savings. I've built up this following. Everybody loves the design. Everybody wants the products. Like, I can't let people down. Like, what am I going to do? So I think the terms were I had a week to get everything um, that featured the design and any type of resemblance to any brand off of my page, off of anywhere online, um, make sure that the products were destroyed and if it wasn't done within a week then um I'd be taken to court basically <laughs> I was there kind of going like you know this was this was my first ever run in with the law in any degree of any way so I was very it was very scary so I was just like look you know I'm 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 a small fry here I'm not taking anyone on so I'm like look I'm just going to do what they're asking I archived and deleted all my posts um that was kind of the first thing that I did. Um, then, you know, I was got onto my supplier and trying to explain the situation to them. And, you know, they were very, very sorry. They recalled the delivery for me and they, you know, had the products professionally destroyed for me. So, yeah, it was just it was a bundle of emotions. Like, you know, I was scared. I was sad. Um, but eventually, you know, I just had to go back and go, look, it's done now. And then they just came back and went, yeah, look, we've checked. We're happy to let it go now so I suppose ever since then I've just been like even you know my current role or my current design that I'm putting out the chimkin rolls I'm like is this definitely okay like is you know I'm almost waiting for something to happen but I'm I'm sure it won't but um yeah just a lot of a lot of different emotions like fair play to you for like getting back up there like I've interviewed like I suppose on the show over the last couple of years like I've interviewed a good few different business studios this is the first time I've ever actually come up like mm-hmm. I, I've heard someone like tell me something like this so like absolutely fair mm-hmm. play to you for like going back out Thanks. there and starting <laughs> again like it, it does take real I suppose real courage to actually do that because a lot of people would just be like deflate and be like oh feck it I couldn't be bothered but like mm. you kept going which is great and so now you have your new design so let's talk about your what what you're currently offering now yeah, so um, my design is chimpkin rolls. So it's um, an orange background with little cartoon designs of the, you know, your standard chicken fillet roll, um, little paw prints, and then it says the word chimpkin roll on as well. 
So that's going to be available. When I first launched, we'll say with the previous design, I was only doing sizes extra small, small and medium. And I had such an outcry from people messaging me on Instagram going, no, why aren't you stocking large like our dogs want them to? So um, at that point, it was purely financial reasons that I just picked the three most popular. Um, but this time I was like, look, I've lost so much. I'm either in like completely or I'm not in at all. So I was like, look, we I know that I have um, people with large dogs that are looking for my products. So I'm going to give them what they want. So, yeah, I have uh, dog harnesses. I have collars, leads, um, poo bag holders and bow ties. So that's what I'm starting with anyway. I'd love to kind of grow and expand to be a full doggy woof robe um in the in the future but um for now they're the products that i'm offering in sizes extra small small medium and large and i didn't know was there i was actually just look have a look at instagram there earlier on and i noticed that you have a very well-known local uh, treat supplier that you're uh, for a dog treat partnership yeah so um I suppose I'm very, as well as being a small business myself, like I've always been very passionate about supporting local and supporting small businesses. And I feel like there's been such like a shift with people's thinking with that since, you know, especially since COVID and since Brexit. I feel like before everyone would just kind of flood to Amazon and buy something and it would be coming from England most of the time. Whereas I think since Brexit, people have really kind of shifted their thinking and gone, well, hang on a second, can I actually get it from Ireland? So I think people who run small businesses, you know, you put your blood, sweat and tears into it. Like it's not just a hobby. You're, you know, you're really trying to put, you know, all your savings is in it to get the stock. And, you know, you really have to grow all of like these different avenues. You're doing your accounts, you're doing kind of everything. So it's like you're doing essentially every single role within a company but just one person um and I don't think that that's something that is kind of like fully understood yet so it's just always been a passion of mine and you know I've always been passionate about supporting businesses so one thing that I wanted to do within my company or my business is um I wanted to see is was there a way that I could support small business while also being a small business so I decided to set up an initiative which was a dog tree partnership so every time somebody orders from the woof drobe, um, I will be including a small little bag of treats, which is basically sampled from um, a dog treat small business as well. So for the first few months, I've spun, I've partnered with uh, Max's Happy Ever After Treats. They're also a local Limerick business. Um, I decided I wanted to start with Limerick because, you know, I'm from Limerick myself. So I was like, we'll start local and see how we go. So they've been great. They're, I love love the people behind that brand as well. They're so lovely. You couldn't find nicer people. So each order is going to include a small little bag of some of the samples of their bestsellers, along with some, um, you know, some business cards and flyers and that of what they have to offer too. So every couple, every few months I'll be changing. Um, there'll be like a, I haven't launched my website yet, but there'll be like a little application form if people wish to sign up to be a treat partner. Um, I just kind of, I suppose the one thing, the only thing that I'm kind of looking for in particular in partners is that one, that they are an Irish small business and two, that the products I'm kind of looking for more like natural products. I wouldn't be featuring anything that has like raw hide or anything like that because I know that that can be quite bad for the dogs. Um, 
so yeah I think it's, it's just a nice little initiative to kind of my way of giving back as well mm-hmm. so Catherine what's the next steps then for the business Oh, um, yeah, so I think at the moment, at the stage that I'm currently at, I still don't have products in my possession just yet. So, yeah, they were shipped there last week. So I'm hoping to get them um, mid-June. Um, so now this is all very loose if there's you know obviously delays with shipping and things like that things will change but I'm hoping the provisional date for my launch is hopefully Monday the 27th of June so there'll be more details on that on my social media so currently I'm on Instagram and Facebook and I also have a TikTok but there's nothing on that yet but um, I'll be just announcing you know official kind of dates and times of launch there but for now I'm hoping it'll be the 27th. Well we put Peter last week through his paces on the little bit of trivia that we had and we're going to do the same to Catherine we're going to see you know who is going to be the top finisher. We're going to keep this going over the next few weeks with a number of our guests. And okay, Catherine, are you ready? Ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> All right. So if dogs get too hot, they sweat. Where do they sweat from? They sweat from their paw pads. Correct. What was the most popular name for female dogs in 2021? Oh, God. Um, Okay, 2021. Oh, God. I'm going to just say Bailey, but I don't know. Very, very close, actually. Bella. Okay, so what was the most popular name for male dogs in 2021? Hmm. Max? Yeah, correct. Was it actually? Yeah, it was. What a guess. Okay, so true or false... Dogs can only see in black and white. False. They can also see blue and yellow. Yeah, it's kind of like, I think, is it like kind of sepia kind of more towards that? that like, okay. That we, like the way that we see it, like, you know, on a camera, the effects like the sepia kind of effect that you'd have. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I think it's more towards that is what our vision is. Okay, so last week we asked uh, Peter... What was President Michael Lee Higgins' favourite dog breed? And, of course, mm-hmm. Peter being a huge Bernese Mountain Dog fan, he knew that. Now, this week I'm asking you, what are the names of President Michael Lee Higgins' two Bernese Mountain Dogs? Oh, Jesus, I wouldn't have a clue. I feel like one of them is like, it's not Molly, no? No, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay, so uh, the two dogs' names are Broad and Mishnock. Okay, yeah, no, I wouldn't have had a clue with that. He used to have a lovely uh, dog called, it was Broad and Saoirse, that he used to have, but Saoirse, <laughs> I think, passed away, it was a, a year or two ago. And, okay. Like, oh, he was like, look, you see, if you actually ever do follow the presence page on Instagram, you'll see the two dogs, like, they actually run into state functions and everything in the middle of the room, like, and <laughs> just roll over on their bellies up for rubs and everything. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, next question. What sense are puppies born without? Um, sense of smell? No, sense of sight. No. Sight, okay. If, you, if you've ever, I, like, we, I, well, I suppose the main reason I noticed it is because we used to have, like, greyhound pups years and years ago. 
and their eyes would actually be closed on average for the first 10 days. Okay. So okay. you kind of watch them like trying to make their way around and like make sure they don't walk into any walls or anything. It's, um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a lot of minding. Okay. Mm-hmm. So next one. Which breed of dog was once known as St. John's Newfoundland? I actually know this, but I can't think of it. Um, no, the name is gone. The name is gone. Okay, so it was a Labrador Retriever. Okay, I might, I'm doing terrible at this quiz. Uh, terrible. Let's see, let's see, hold on. One, two, three, four rugs so far, I think. <laughs> out of probably five or six. <laughs> um, out of seven. Four. So you're, you're three out of seven so far. <laughs> okay, so what do you call a cross between a pug and a beagle? Pug and Puggle? Yeah, it actually is. Okay. There's one actually just two doors down from me here. And, like, he often will be out on the road, just walking up and down the road. And every mm-hmm. time Millie sees him on the road, she just goes nuts in the car and starts barking at him for no reason. Oh, really? It's like... What are you doing? Why are you giving out to him? <laughs> okay, so two more questions. The next one is, in The Wizard of Oz, what is the name of the dog? Total. Correct. And the final question for you, Catherine. In the movie Marley and Me, what breed of dog was Marley? A golden retriever. Correct. Well, golden retriever mm. or golden lab, I think either answer will really do that. So... Okay. But yeah, uh, let's see how you did. You got one, two, three, uh, four, five, six out of ten. Hey. So Peter is still our leader on that. So I must actually mm-hmm. jump a leaderboard over the next few weeks now and see who will actually top the, top the table. And Perfect. But yeah, uh, okay. Look, that's pretty much all the time that we have today. So Catherine, look, on behalf of the Big Back, I want to wish you all the best with your launch and with Thank business you. and keep us informed of everything that's happening. And we'll be sure to share the page and everything for you and like let people know about your products as the launch is coming up as well. Thanks a million. Really appreciate it. No and thanks problem. for having me on. Our pleasure. Like, look, you you, you did fairly okay at the quiz. Good, good, good crack. <laughs> okay. So before we go... I have a big announcement to make, and this is the biggest competition announcement that has actually been made on the Big Back to date. In two weeks' time, it is our 50th episode of the Big Back. To celebrate, we are teaming up with a brand that is also celebrating something 50 this year, and that is their 50th birthday, 50th anniversary, and that is Brandy Dog Food. So we are teaming up with Mackle Dog Foods, who are the producers of Brandy, to give away a month's supply of Brandy dog food to one lucky winner. We will have full details on this tomorrow afternoon over on our Instagram page. The winner will be announced on our 50th episode. So we are really looking forward to that. To enter, you will need to listen to next week's episode. Because you will need the keyword. Yes, there will be a key code word that I will just randomly 
pop in somewhere on the show. And you will need this keyword to enter the competition. So the competition is all being done in conjunction with Brandy to celebrate their 50th anniversary and, well, to celebrate our 50th episode as well. Also, next week coming, we will be having a new segment, which we've been talking about for a while now, and that is our Clever Canine segment. And that, over the next six weeks, will be brought to you by Samantha Rawson of the Canine College. We will also have our Health Hub back next week, and that is going to be for the next six weeks in conjunction with Treehy Vets in Limerick. So if you want to ask any questions about your training methods or you want to ask questions about your dog's health, please do send those into our Instagram page. Just send us a DM and we'll be doing maybe a bit of a Q&A thing as well going forward. We're going to be doing an Instagram takeover as well in the coming weeks. We'll give you more details on that as well. Overall, we are very, very excited for what's to come. We never thought we'd reach 50 episodes. I'm freaking delighted that we have actually reached 50 episodes or about to reach 50 episodes. Anyway, I won't jinx it. Touch wood. And it was the sound of me touching wood. Not the sound of me touching my own head, which often sounds like wood. But you need, for the brandy competition, I know you need to listen next week. You should be listening to our show. And we'll drop the hint, the little keyword, somewhere in the middle of the episode. Not going to tell you where. Because I'm not going to drop it at the start of the episode. I'm not going to drop it at the end of the episode. It is going to be a complete or random piece of the episode where I will be dropping this important keyword. So, I think I've talked enough now. My two puppies here are very hungry. And I do think they heard Brandy dog food. And they thought I said dinner time for some reason. Anyway, look... That's all the time that we have this evening. Thanks again to Catherine for joining us from the Wolf Job and wishing her the very best of luck in her new business going forward. And we'll see you the all next week. Bark, listen up, dog owners. It's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favorite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co hosts, Bruno and Millie. The Big Bark. With fast funding up to $10,000 available through net credit, our online application process was designed to get the money you need quickly if approved. You can borrow an amount that meets your needs and repay in a way that works for your financial situation. And we report on-time payments to credit bureaus, so you can build credit history as you repay. See what net credit can do for you today. Check your eligibility without affecting your credit score at netcredit.com. All net credit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the net credit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com partners for more information.